0: This is the coffee hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Wednesday, May fifteenth. Go Blues! Yeah. <laughs> that was that hard to say.
1: It was a little weird. Yeah, Being yeah. My, my dear, my dear Red Wings, who did not make the playoffs <laughs> again. But I can root for the Blues. It's fine. They're doing really well. This is exciting. And I actually have a blue shirt.
0: Which... Uh, I have a blue shirt. I know. On. I saw
1: that. I'm really proud of you.
0: This is. <laughs> Totally by accident.
1: Oh, don't say that. It, I'm not proud of you anymore. It's,
0: it, <laughs> well, it's It's my backup KFUO shirt. <laughs> Apparently, you know when you go That's to the funny. gym and you bring your oh, clothes with you? Did you forget
1: you. your clothes again? No, I
0: didn't forget <laughs> them. You pull a shirt out and it has a giant stain on the front of it. Like, how did that get on there? It wasn't on there when I packed it, I promise. Uh so clothes, <laughs> When clothes you have monster. the backup shirt in, in the office to, to switch to? Well, so, at least it's blue. And, it, and, and it's KFUO. And so. it's KFUO. Yeah so we 've <laughs> no one cares about what shirt i 'm wearing today we, sure but <laughs> what they do care about is what we have on deck today. Uh, meet the missionary and we get to meet one of our local churches. Mm-hmm. Uh, Child of God Lutheran Church and School in St. Peter's, Missouri, is our KFUO Church of the Week. You've probably been hearing the announcements throughout the week, and so we get to meet Pastor Gorline and learn a little bit more about Child of God Lutheran Church and School. They do some really cool stuff there with the school and serving the, the community, particularly uh, reaching families with children. So we'll, we'll learn more about that in the second half. Up first, we get to meet the missionary. Thanks to Concordia University Wisconsin for supporting the Coffee Hour. You can find out more about them at cuw.edu. In studio with us this morning, a Alyssa Anders, she's serving the Lord in Russia. Good morning, Alyssa.
1: Good morning. It's good to be here.
0: Thank you for being our guest, and I know that uh, it's always kind of busy when missionaries come back to the building um, for a reconnect (laughs) and and uh, trying to manage about well twelve meetings in less than a few hours. So thank you so much for making time for us because we love hearing your story and learning about how uh, how the. The Lord used a, a number of things to bring you to this mission field. Mm-hmm. So share with us your story of becoming a missionary. What led up to Alyssa Anders being a missionary?
1: Well, I think I could probably take about three hours <laughs> Very or possibly good. three days or three weeks to explain that whole story. But
0: So we'll tell it in like the first ten minutes here, right. and then the rest <laughs> will be premium content.
1: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, or I can just give you the SparkNotes version. Um, I guess I grew up in a family that really emphasized service, so that was nothing new to me. But I always thought like the idea of being a missionary was just kind of intimidating. We would read these biographies of, you know, people living in mud huts and or Gladys Aylward, you know, going out by herself on the train to China and like mm-hmm. having no idea what to expect when she got there. And I just thought, well, that's not for me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm not brave enough or <laughs> I don't like mud huts enough to to, to <laughs> be do that, to be willing to do that. Um, but then my oldest brother is actually also a missionary, um, but he is a pilot and he found an organization where he could serve as a pilot but he's still called a missionary. Um, So it's a mission organization, but he uses the gifts that God gave him and the talents and the interests that he has to serve God. So instead of pursuing his own career, he just decided to use those gifts to serve God. And that really inspired me. And so um, I really love teaching. I'm an English teacher. I've taught English as a second language for about 10 on and off for about 10 years now. Um, And I thought, you know, what? this is something that God's given me gifts and talents. Why don't I just use those to serve God? Mm -hmm. Um, And that was actually Right at the time when I was going through this whole mental process of, you know, trying to decide what I wanted to do with my degree in teaching English, that my pastor gave me an email he had received that said, the LCMS is looking for English teachers. Like, literally, that's what it said. (laughs) I said, well, I don't know um, if I need more of a sign than that. So I (laughs) applied, and right away, they got back to me and said, if you're seriously interested, you know, here's the application process, and we need your application by the end of the week. And... Long story short, I became a missionary in 2015. I think is when I went to orientation, and I've been overseas for about three and a half years now. Yeah, I think three and a half years. So that's that's the short version of the story. <laughs> Thanks, older brother. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> tell what. us, tell us about the the people you serve. Uh-huh. I'm serving as. Um, the other host here said. I'm serving in St. Petersburg, (laughs) Russia, and I'm working with the Ingrian Lutheran Church, which is a partner church of the LCMS. Um, And I serve through teaching English. So I teach English at the seminary. They have a small seminary there to train pastors. Um, And I also do different outreach classes with the churches in the city. So we, you know, try to bring people into the church by English clubs and different things like this and get them and share the the news about the Lutheran Church and about God and about His love for us by getting people in through um, English classes. Um, The Ingrian Church is really a fascinating place to work. I love working with them because it's really a grow. it's a new church body, it's a growing church body. They were, of course, very much repressed during communism, so Mm -hmm. they've really had to build up a lot of their congregation, a lot of their theological education, a lot of their youth programs, and all this kind of stuff. It's really only, I guess you could say like 25 years since they've been a church body. So they need all the help they can get. Mm-hmm. They get a lot of support from the LCMS, also from different churches around the world. And I'm really excited to be a part of that and to see them growing. They are growing, um, and help them in what ways I can and I'm able. Yeah, that is really cool. I know we've we've. Uh uh, just a few people that that uh, we've been able to talk to about the angry and Lutheran okay, yeah. there's so many cool things happening with it, though, yeah, uh, how important is is language learning English language learning to these people? Oh, that's a really good question. I did not really realize this. um you don't really realize this growing up in America, but English is the international language, mm-hmm. so if you are a businessman, if you are in medicine if you're a lawyer whatever field you're in if you're if you don't speak English you're really limited in what you ha- have access to mm-hmm. so for the pastors in Russia it's important for them to speak English so that they can um, there's so many more books that are translated either written in English or translated into English that mm-hmm. they wouldn't have access to if they didn't speak English also like if they want to participate in any kind of international conferences with other Lutheran brothers so like if they want to go to Sweden or Germany or Um, have any other contact with confessional Lutherans, they really have to be able to speak English in order to be able to have that communication and have those contacts, because all those conferences are done in English. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's really a professional language for them, and it's so they can continue their education, so they can study theology, so they can have other contacts. Otherwise, they're just very isolated as a church, as like a very small Lutheran Russian church. Mm -hmm. So it helps them to to not be so isolated.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, if, if you meet someone in the community, it would tell us about uh, interacting in the community, especially when you share with them that you're a Lutheran. Do you get like the you mentioned it, it being such a small church yet uh, a growing church? Um, do you get the strange looks? What's a Lutheran?
1: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, so, the official religion, I guess, or the unofficial official religion in Russia is Orthodoxy, Russian Orthodoxy. So, most people are familiar with Christianity at some level. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not so familiar with Lutheranism. In fact, a lot of people view us as a cult because we're um, just not Orthodox. Hmm. Actually, the Russian word for Orthodox is bravoslavni, which means right worshipers. So they think they're the ones who got it right. They, they've they got the the correct way of doing it, and everyone else is just kind of off doing something strange. So we, like, we do get strange looks, like when we tell people we're Lutheran, and they ask, what do you guys even believe? And so we start with, okay... We believe the Nicene Creed, you know, Triune God. We worship Jesus Christ who died for our sins. Like these are the same things that the Orthodox more or less um, believe and focus on too. So we try to, um, you know, just uh, emphasize that we're not crazy. (laughs) We are Christians. (laughs) But then also, you know, our emphasis on on grace and and, um, that faith comes only through grace, through grace alone. But there is there is a little bit of weirdness <laughs> i guess you could say <laughs> when you meet russians and tell them that you're a lutheran but i mean that that kind of adds to the fun of it <laughs> adds a little spice into <laughs> <our> life.
0: <laughs> tell us about uh, tell us a story of, of someone you've gotten to know since you've been there we have uh, just about two and a half minutes oh uh, my goodness i know it's not a lot of time <laughs> but uh, just pick out one person that you've you've gotten to know uh, befriended in your time there
1: okay um can I tell you about a class? Can I tell you about a group sure. of people instead? Sure. Okay, so we have English club at um, a church called St. Anne's. And English club is a lot of fun. So we we usually pick some theme and then we play games. We, we have a discussion for like half an hour and then we play games for half an hour. And just really random, eclectic group of people come to this thing. Um, but there are about, mm, I'd say, five or six that come regularly every week. Then there's always newcomers and then there's always the weird people. But it, that's... That's not part of the fun of it, but the last um, class, there's adventures. Yeah, won't go into that too much. Um, The last class we had before I came back to the states, we actually had a discussion about. Usually, it's not like overtly religious. Like we, they know I'm a Christian. I do answer questions as a Christian, but we don't usually talk about religious subjects because not most of them are not Christian. Um, We had a discussion about God, like who is God? What do you think God is? And it was really interesting to me to see the answers of the people who came regularly. Um, you know, one of them is, she kind of looks like a goth, maybe emo, whatever the Russian version of emo is. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's like, you know, I'm really interested in God and find out who he is. She's actually attending um, the courses that the church provides on like basics of the Christian faith. And I was really excited to hear hear that. And I'm really glad that she's coming to English Club too. Um, and then one, one guy, he was like, um, I think that God, I see God as this person who I'm constantly running away from, but is constantly pursuing me and won't let me get away, won't let me escape. And I was like, oh, that's a really interesting hope, mm. um, description. I hope I can, you know, follow up with him on that in a little bit. Some of them were a little weird. Like they see God as like a Buddhist um, kind of life force, which, okay. <laughs> but at the beginning, it was really interesting how open and how honest they all were. And I'm hoping that when I go back to Russia, I can see them again and kind of follow up on some of these discussions um, with them. So it was—it's it, just always an interesting group, and we always have such such interesting discussions. I really appreciate that. Yeah, oh, that sounds so fun. <laughs> um, we do have just about a minute left. But uh, what what has been your your uh, your cultural experience? What's What's fun about uh, learning learning such a different culture? <laughs> <laughs> In um, sixty seconds or we'll less. <laughs> <last>. It's fine. <laughs> uh, the time I told them that I. I was trying to tell them my name, how my name would be in Russian, and I and accidentally told them that I am the son, the daughter of a carrot. <laughs> instead of, I mean, just just the things where you,
0: you that is excellent, that's fantastic.
1: But you know what? It's really fun because you laugh and they laugh. And then you're better friends after that, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't know. What was the story one time about the monkey? They in- oh, said monkey instead yeah. of towel at the hotel. they <laughs> Need be-
1: a monkey? Yes. Yeah, that was great too. <laughs> yeah.
0: I love the cultural learning experience. <laughs> that's right.
1: That's right. Always adventures. <laughs> for uh, sure. Alyssa
0: Anders serving the Lord in Russia. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us. How can we follow uh, you and and keep up with uh, where you're serving, how you're serving? Uh
1: huh. Yep. Um, I know there is a page of information about me on the LCMS website. If you go to the missionary section and search Mm -hmm. for Alyssa Anders. Um, Also I have a monthly newsletter which you can probably find my email address on said page on the website and send me an email and just say you'd like to be added to my newsletter list. Um, Other than that, you can pray for me because that requires no email address Mm -hmm. or phone number. Um, God knows who I am I think.
0: LCMS.org slash Anders, the easiest way to find you. Thank you so much for being our guest (laughs) today. Thank you. I'm Andy Bates.
1: I'm Sarah (laughs) Golseth.